Hey, family, in this video, we're going to be talking about seven things you and I miss out on if we do not spend creative time with God. This topic right here is very uh, crucial. It's very one of those topics that is very paramount because without this, I would not be experiencing the success that I have in my life today. But while with that being said, let's uh, go through two foundational scriptures to lay the foundation of creativity and understanding why God should play a major role when it comes to us uh, uh, spending creative time with him. The first verse of the Bible gives us clear insight about this. It says, Genesis uh, 1-1 says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I wrote this foundational verse emphasizes God's role as the ultimate creator, setting the stage for understanding divine creativity. This verse lays the foundation because this is the first uh, uh, attribute of God that we are ever made aware of, that in the beginning, God created, which means if we are God's children, therefore we are creators as well. But when we understand that God is the divine creator, then that makes us uh, want to desire to be with him in creative moments because you're just one idea away. You're just a few ideas of way from transforming your whole life. So let's go to the second verse. It says in Isaiah 43, 19, I love this. It says, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. It says, God's ability to bring about new things speaks to the innovative nature of his creative thinking. That God says, behold, I am doing a new thing. God is not in the business of recycling. There are so many things in heaven that God wants to bring new through you, wants to bring, bring new through me. But it's up to us to tap into that creativity. Behold, I'm doing a new thing, the word of God says. It says, now it springs forth. Now God wants to spring that idea forth. Now God wants to spring that business forth. Now God wants to spring it forth. He says, but do you perceive it? Do you see and perceive that I want to spend time with you? Do you perceive and see that if you tap in with me, then you will tap into my creativity and you will begin to birth something monumental that will be a, 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 a life changing to those beyond you? It says, I will make a way in the wilderness. It doesn't matter where you are in life. God says, I have ideas that will make way for you in the wilderness. If only you would perceive it. It says, and rivers in the desert. God says, it doesn't matter what dry place you're in. It doesn't matter what state of mind you're in. It doesn't matter where your family is, where you are right now. If you tap in with him, he says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. And it springs forth. He says, I can bring it out of that dry experience. I can bring it out of that that wilderness, that place of, of lostness, that place of dryness. He says, I can bring it forth in that desert. So don't look at your situation and act like God can't do nothing with it. Don't look at your situation and say that God can create a creative portal when your mind taps into the divine and then create a portal by which God can download right into you in that wilderness season, in that desert season. Could it be that the reason why God oftentimes brings us into the wilderness, brings us into the desert so that we'll be face to face with him without distraction, that we'll be able to be away from all these other things that bar 
bogs our minds from keeping us tapping into divine and create. Why did God bring Moses out in the wilderness? He in order it, he did this in order for Moses to get clear direction, to get clear ideas, then to go back into Egypt. The marketplace is Egypt. The there's there's lost areas that are Egypt. Business arenas, that's Egypt. There's a lot of Egyptian things, but you have to allow God to bring you out of that Egyptian culture, bring you into a place of isolation, wilderness, or desert, so that you will behold that he's trying to do a new thing. So that when you go back into the business world, go back into corporate America, go back into whatever world you're in, you will bring new ideas. But the first thing we have to understand that the foundation is God is a creator. The second foundation is God is innovative. And God wants to innovate through you. God is not done with the business arena. God's not done with ministry. God's not done with sports. There are so many new things he wants to bring through into this world. Christians are supposed to be the ones innovative. We were the ones that was innovative when it came to a mass production of books. If it wasn't for Christians, a lot of things would not be established. But what has happened? We're no longer the head. We're the tail. We're not above only. We are actually beneath. We've decided to follow the world. And that's the reason why the world is where is it right at, where is it right now? Because believers are not willing to be innovative and intimately tapped into the creative to be innovative. Now, let's define what creative thinking is, because it's very important for us to understand how powerful creative thinking is and especially creative thinking with God. Creative thinking refers to the ability to generate novel and imaginative ideas, solutions, or insight. It says creative thinking refers to the ability to generate. Does your mind have the ability to generate? One of the things that I've practiced for over a decade is to create a mind that's able to generate. Right now, working on my 11th book, my mind with the divine generate that book idea. That's 11 out of, uh, uh, that's 11 books, four card games. Every video I get, I spend time with God, but I have to, I had to create an ability of mine to generate. You have to ask yourself, what type of ideas does your mind generate? Does your mind generate creative ideas or does your mind generate sinful ideas or does your mind generate uh, self uh, uh, detrimenting ideas, self-sabotaging ideas? What abilities does your mind have? That's why it's important to practice creative thinking. So we have to be able so we have the mental ability to generate creative thinking refers to the ability to generate novel and imaginative ideas. I was telling, I think in yesterday's video, I talked about how we need to get out of memory land and get into dreamland. It says solutions or insight. So God just doesn't want us to uh, uh, generate imaginative ideas. He wants us to create a mindset that's able to generate solutions and insight. That's why I love spending time with God. The Holy Spirit is, well, who is the one that makes me uh, sound as wise as I do. He's the one that generates rhyming schemes and, and acronym patterns and perspectives and philosophies and, and metaphors and analogies through me by which you guys can see. He's the one that generates that. That's why I spend time with him. I, I, I get deep into these topics because I need him. And I have to cultivate a type of mind that the Holy Spirit can use to generate ideas, book ideas, or to generate solutions to complicated problems, whether it's solutions to marital conflict or solutions when it comes to counseling kids, but whether, wherever it is, and also insight so that you guys can get insight in the word. And that's what God wants to do through you. God wants you to have the ability to generate these type of imaginative ideas, solutions, and insights. 
It says it involves breaking away from conventional or routine thoughts to explore new perspectives, connections, and possibilities. So you have to break away from the systematic thinking this satanic system desires for you to process thoughts by. We got to begin to say, okay, God, I'm going to break away from always thinking about an ex or always thinking about what's next or thinking about what's got me vexed or perplexed and begin to think about uh, uh, what God wants me to think of, to break away from those mundane mental uh, routines to start exploring. Do you know your mind is a projector? that you can get into your mind and begin to get with the divine and begin to explore a whole world imaginatively that you can bring into the reality. And that's why the satanic system crushed that when we were six years old. That's why we had parents that lost their, not my, I'm not saying, I'm not saying particularly my parents, but parents and culture has destroyed the imaginative ability in children. Now, now that's why the Bible says, come to me like little children. Faith like little children, imaginative thoughts like little children. We were supposed to cultivate that. Now we're so rigid and structured and systematic that we rarely take time to be imaginative and explore possibilities. So it takes breaking away from the conventional or routine thoughts. You don't want to have conventional and routine thoughts in your marriage. You don't want conventional and routine thoughts in your business. That you're gonna, you're gonna, your business is gonna go out of business. Your marriage is going to end up in divorce. You got to begin to continuously break away from this is what we do and begin to explore. How can I spark a new fire in my wife? How you can spark a new fire in your spouse? How you can spark a new uh, uh, ingenuity and inspiration in your children or those around you? That's why I love the the electricity and synergy that the Holy Spirit creates through me. That when I'm around uh, people and I'm brainstorming with them, but I love the way my mind is able to take their idea and to expand it. It took years of practice. But I hadn't discovered these techniques. But my friend, if you begin to cultivate that now, you'll be surprised how electric and how beneficial and how much of an asset your mind becomes. Uh, It says to explore new perspectives, get into the word of God and looking at it imaginatively, looking at it in in its vividness. Right. Uh, Creative thinking encourages originality, flexibility and the capacity to see beyond the obvious. Fostering innovation and problem solving in various aspects of life. I love that. Creative thinking encourages originality. That God has a unique way for you to creatively think. He doesn't want you creatively thinking like me. There may be some similarities between you and I. But God has a unique way of originality by which you are supposed to creatively think. You have a different angle than me. You see what I'm saying? And so God has an original way. Uh, for your creative thing. And, and uh, it says creative thinking encourages original and flexibility, problem solving, critical thinking, creative thinking, and the capacity to see beyond the obvious. Create your mind is not your brain. You said your mind stretches beyond you. Right now, your mind can be in a whole other state. Your mind right now can be in the past. Your mind can be in the future. Your mind can be anywhere you want it to be. And when you begin to understand that, you'll begin to strengthen and broaden the capacity to see beyond the obvious. Because I tell my students all the time and I tell people all the time, you have to train your mind to be creative. Because, for instance, I gave an example. 
to my econ class, I told them there was a young student who's probably a multimillionaire now, and he created a bulletproof whiteboard that's by the door. And so if there's a school shooter or whatever, that board can then cover the door and be bulletproof and lock the people in. Obviously, a kid was sitting in class and because his mind was creative, he said, you know what? There's always this big whiteboard by the door. What if we made that bulletproof? Seeing beyond the obvious. Do you know God hides invisible clues? And the only way for those invisible clues to be visible is for you to be in the in, in, in connection with him. What happens? What would happen if your mind was able to see the invisible, was able to look at a thing from a divine angle and then begin to uh, uh, see uh, 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 the possibilities of it? Being able to have that type of intelligence where you can be, you know, that uh, that technology where you can put, you can, you can use your phone and it has a furniture thing right there and you can see how the furniture looks in your room. That's how your mind's supposed to be. Your mind's supposed to say, okay, how would life be if that was over there? How would my life be if I have this in my life? That type of creative thinking is being able to see beyond the obvious, fostering innovation, and problem solving in various aspects of life. This doesn't just uh, uh, only uh, uh, pertain to business or or the arts. This is relational too. God would give you creative thinking and problem solving skills that's beyond comprehension to the modern uh, man or one man on how to raise your child. Do you know the child that God is giving you, you have to spend creative time with God, fostering creative thinking so that you will be able to uh, divinely be inspired to raise your children, divinely inspired creatively to raise up your wife or husband, creatively, divinely connected to be able to neutralize potential conflicts in various situations, innovative and creative ways like Joseph did for a whole nation. Not only did God give Joseph a dream, God gave Joseph a blueprint. And do you know right now as believers, we have the power in this hour? Because do you know every person in this world that does not have the Holy Spirit that are considered uh, 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 leaders in the business world, whatever, when they don't have God, they don't have that divine connection. So what are they going to need? They're going to need believers. Believers who are receivers. Believers, think about Joseph and Pharaoh. Pharaoh had no idea what his dream meant. And his answer was in a Hebrew boy, a Jewish boy, a Hebrew boy, who had the divine insight. And one thing that's crazy about that, you're one idea of way, you're one dream interpretation away, you're one creative session away from God to be able to change a whole nation, change a whole, whole school district, change the, 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 the comprehension and understanding of relationships. That's what I'm after. I'm not after little problem solving. I'm asking God, give me big solutions to big people's problems. Because if I solve big people or rich people or people in, in, in leadership problems, they'll solve my money problems. They'll solve my wife's uh, uh, desire for a beach house problem. I don't have to worry about if I take care of their big problems. Imagine when you spend that level of time with God, what industry you can be able to shift because you would be able to interpret a dream of somebody who don't have God in their life. Now, let's talk about, let's define creative thinking. 
Creative thinking refers to, oh, I already read that. Okay, creative thinking with God, here we go, involves engaging in a collaborative and inspired thought process where individuals seek divine guidance, wisdom, and inspiration for innovative ideas, solutions, or insight. Everything, whether it's at your job, whether it's in business, whether it's in your marriage, you should be setting time often to say, okay, God, whether reactive or proactive. Proactive means, okay, I'm beginning to discern my marriage going in a particular direction. I'm beginning to discern that my children are evolving in this direction. I'm beginning to discern that my company don't know where to turn. And then you can take that idea with God, that problem with God, and say, God, show me how to solve that problem. Show me how to prevent this relationship from sinking, this partnership from sinking, this company from sinking, and God will give it to you. Also, it says here, where individuals seek divine guidance, wisdom, and inspiration for innovative ideas, solutions, or insight. God, give me insight about this word. I go to the scriptures and I ask God, give me creative insight on how to exegete this text. Give me creative insight on how to break down creative thinking. Then the mind goes to work with the divine and then boom, now it's a video in real time. It says it implies inviting God into the creative journey. Life is a creative journey. We are supposed to be creators. People think creatives are just people who draw, paint, skate, and all that kind of stuff. No, there's there's creativity in, in engineering. There's creativity in law. There's creativity in business. There's creativity everywhere. Oh, my live video is breaking up. Give me a thumbs up if you guys can hear me. Let me know if y'all hear me clearly. Because this this definitely a powerful word, so I can I understand why they doing things. I'm just waiting on a thumbs up to see if we're if we're clear. Let me know if we're clear. Just waiting on a couple of thumbs up. I don't know if I'm breaking up. I see some likes on Facebook going up. But I, I'm trying to see if someone can comment loud and clear. Good. Thanks, Ivan. And so uh, an inspiration for innovative idea, solution, or insight. It implies inviting God into a creative journey, inviting God into business, inviting God into your workplace, inviting God, because we are the believers. We are the cheat code. We're the cliff notes. We're the study guide. <laughs> We're the ones that can give innovation because the secular world is limited. They can only go off of their skills and talents, but they have no Holy Ghost. And the unfortunate thing about a lot of believers, they don't really take time to develop a solid, thriving, supportive relationship with the Holy Spirit. So you can receive those downloads, divine downloads or divine uploads, if you will. This approach combines human creativity with spiritual insight. So we as humans, we have our own creative ability. But imagine if we connected what it says with spiritual insight. One thing I love about spiritual insight, divine insight is God has, the Bible says darkness is as light to him. No, darkness is as day to him. So right now your marriage may seem dark. Right now your life may seem dark. Right now your business and your entrepreneurial endeavors may seem dark, but right now your dark season is as day to him. 
So when you spend creative in a, a creative time with God, whatever darkness you may be in, whatever confusion you may be experiencing, whatever lack of understanding you may have, he'll give you spiritual insight. Or if your life is as day to him and there's no darkness in your life, then there's darkness in the world. And God wants to take your creative ability, your personality, your uniqueness, your fearfully and wonderfully made self into a dark world, bringing spiritual insight, biblical principles. We're not, because someplace you can't, because I'm going to tell you something about people. People can care less about your God if you're not used by God to solve a problem. But imagine you and God solve their problem and they know that only your God gave you that type of wisdom, you can be able to help transform someone's thinking. Look at the countless pharaohs and kings who said, oh, I believe your God now. <laughs> Daniel, oh, Daniel, I believe your God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, oh, I worship your God. Oh, all these people who, who were used by God creatively to shift nations, shift families, shift countries, shift a uh, 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 continent shift neighborhoods. Your little restaurant in one neighborhood can shift the whole neighborhood. That was for somebody. Fostering deep, a deeper connection with the divine source of creativity, contributing to inspired and purposeful outcomes. God desi has desired outcomes and he uses the mind that's tapped in with the divine and he uses the mind as a portal to bring ideas to dark places. So that his glory will be known. Now, here are uh, seven things creative thinking sessions with God are important for several reasons. Number one, divine guidance. Here are seven things you miss out on. We miss out on when we do not creatively think with God. Number one, divine guidance. Inviting God into the creative process aligns your ideas with divine wisdom and guidance. God's perspective often brings clarity and insight that human understanding alone may lack. So God is saying, hey, you're creative. Some of you all are business owners. Some of you all want to be entrepreneurs. Some of you all are musicians. Some of you all are artists. And human understanding or human creativity alone don't last long. But imagine when you take that musician, that that uh, that instrumentation, and put it with God. Imagine when you put that writing with God. Imagine when you put that speaking with God, that drawing with God, whatever it is. God would then infuse with that so that you won't be confused about that. And he'll give you perspective to bring clarity. Now, I do it this way. Now, now think about it this way. Nah, yeah, put, put that down for six months. What? But God, I'm hot right now. No, like you're getting close to being hot in hell. So I need you to, <laughs> or you open up hell to be in your life. So that's why when God says, hey, you feel, I, I know you want to uh, write a book right now, Josh, but Josh, take six months off. I remember when before my wife and I began the process of being, uh, 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 having our daughter, I didn't realize the two years I would have to go through. And God was like, stop. I was making so much money per month. I was doing, and, and I had to stop some of those programs, obviously, to be with my family, which is way more important. But because so, I was very creative too. I was ready to take over the world, but God said, no, man, you got to take care of your girls. 
So divine guidance says, man, human understanding says, go get it. Human understanding says, make all the money. Human understanding says, go out there and tour 70 cities. Go out there and burn yourself out. And God says, no. Think of it like this. Number two, inspiration and innovation. God is the ultimate source of creativity and innovation. Collaborating with him opens the door to novel ideas, fresh perspectives, and innovative solutions that may not have been considered otherwise. God will give you a whole new outlook, give you a whole new perspective, and he's the ultimate source of creativity and innovation. So when you collaborate him, you're collaborating with the ultimate source. Therefore, your innovation and your inspiration will, will, will shift and change nations. Number two, spiritual alignment. Connecting with God in the creative process ensures alignment with spiritual values and principles. This alignment contributes to creating content, solutions, or strategies that are ethically sound and beneficial for personal and collective growth. God will never have you do anything beyond your physical limits and will not have you do anything unethical. So while you're creating with God, you will begin to feel this infusion infusion of, okay, we got to make sure your character's there. That's why people get mad at God because they're creative, but they don't have character. They're ready to do business, but they have no character. And so God says, man, I'm trying to make sure that you spiritually align so that you will last a long time. So spending time creative with God creates spiritual alignment so that it says this alignment contributes to creating content, solutions, or strategies that are ethically sound and beneficial for personal collective growth. So it's not so God is not going to have you pursue a business that's not going to be uh, good for your wife, good for your husband, good for your children. God's not going to have you be in a career that works you 60, 70 hours a week and you have no time to be with your family and you wonder why your family's weak. Some of us, we're pursuing careers because we're making a lot of money. But man, God's like, man, you're making a lot of money, but you're losing your family. You in, you in more cities than you are at home. You more, you more at, in work. You, you spend more hours at work than you do with your family. That's out of order. If you spend more time creating and pursuing and growing professionally, but you but you notice that your family's not growing, your spiritual life is not growing, right? And other areas are not growing, then my friend, you're growing out of order. So you got to start thinking about your ambitions. You got to start thinking about, hey, is everything in a spiritual alignment? Because it just can't be beneficial to you and not be beneficial to them. And there's a lot of single people right now that's creating habits, work habits, business habits, entrepreneurial habits. That's going to be tearing their house down eventually. Next, increased confidence. Trusting in divine guidance instills confidence in your creative endeavors. Knowing that your idea have been filtered through a higher source can boost your confidence in implementing them. Because a lot of us, we know that, man, sometimes when an idea comes, we can be insecure with the idea. We can be like, God, you really have chosen me to start this? I remember when I was 19 and God was like, yo, son, I want you to write a book. I was like, me, the one I used to stutter, the one I used to get D's and F's in English, you want to use me? I felt like Moses at the burning bush with my shoes off because the ground was holy. And God was like, yeah, I chose you, man. There was some insecurities with that idea. But now, man, when every time I get an idea that's filtered through the divine 
and it's time for me to produce it. Oh man, I'm confident because I know God gave me this idea. And if God threw me the ball, he trusted I would score the touchdown. He knows how to put the ball in the right area. The devil's on your other shoulder. He put the ball right here and he knows that when you turn that corner, it's touchdown. So when God gives an idea, it increases your confidence. Next, holistic success. Integrating divine insights into your plans foster a holistic approach to success. Acknowledge the importance of spiritual well-being alongside professional and personal achievement. So holistic success means God is just not going to give you business ideas. He's going to give you health ideas. He's going to give you uh, uh, emotional ideas on how to regulate your emotions. He'll give you uh, uh, creative ideas, whether it's journaling, whether it's whatever creative tailored ideas or how to emotionally regulate, how to become spiritually discerning, how to become physically fit and how to incorporate all of it holistically. So God ain't just going to innovate one area. He wants to innovate all areas. He wants you to take. What if God wants you to take marriage to the next level? Take parents to the next level. Then you write books on it that create generational wealth for you. Insights, revelations in business. And you create uh, apps and algorithms and books and systems that makes you a multimillionaire. You're one idea away. Next, overcoming challenges. Creative thinking with God provides a source of strength and resilience. When faced with challenges, having a spiritual foundation allows for perseverance and the ability to overcome obstacles. God has a creative way for you to overcome your challenges. Last but not least, purposeful creativity for time's sake. God knows your purpose and potential. Engaging in creative sessions with him ensures that your ideas are aligned with your divine purpose, contributing to a more meaningful and purpose-driven life. So God wants to ensure that your ideas align with what he has purpose for you to do. God's not going to give you an idea to be an accountant when he wanted you to be a teacher. God's not going to give you an idea to be a doctor when he's created you to be an engineer. God's not going to give you an idea that doesn't align with your purpose and potential. So how many ideas have you conjured up? That's why every idea you have, you have to filter it through God to ensure that it aligns. You have this idea that he might be the one. You have an idea that she might be the one. And God says that's not in, in, in his idea plan for you. That's not ideal for you. But because you have this creative idea, because you believe there's compatibility, then you think you have the capacity, but that ain't God's counterpart for you. It ended up being a counterfeit. And now you was laying on counters, having fits, crying on your kitchen counter. In essence, incorporating God into creative brainstorming sessions enriches the creative process, brings depth to ideas, and contributes to a more fulfilling and purposeful creative journey. Now, here is how you create this space. This is how you create creative space, time with God, to transform your mind and have the ability to always create, innovate, etc. Creating space to creatively uh, brainstorm with God and engage with God creatively involves fostering an environment that encourages spiritual connection and inspiration. Here are three or here are four steps. Number one, quiet reflection time. Set aside dedicated moments of quiet reflection in your schedule. Find a peaceful environment where you can escape distractions, creating a conducive atmosphere for communion with God. This can be through prayer, meditation, or simply being present in the moment. What that does is it creates a holy space. 
It is important to create a holy space for God, a space set aside, a space that's holy, that nothing can interject, nothing can interfere. Your phone is outside that holy space. Your TV's unplugged. All you have is you in an open space for God to say, God, if you have anything for me to have insight about, or God, I'm bringing this dark problem from my job, this dark problem from the marketplace, this dark problem in people's lives by which I can create a coaching program for. God, here, I'm creating space for you to innovate. I'm creating space for you to tap in with me. So you have to have regular time to even have the opportunity. This can be through prayer meditation, simply being present in the moment. So basically, I said, I got to set a time. My time is at night. My time is Friday evenings. My time is sometimes Saturday mornings when my wife and daughter sleep or when they go to bed. I just sit there. When I'm driving home from work, it's creative time. I, I, I create space just in case. Create space just in case. So sometimes you got to ride home from work, turn the turn the radio off, turn the Spotify off. Early in the mornings, my first 15 minutes before I pick up my niece and nephew, man, that's creative time. I be coming up with ideas like that. And what I do is I cut my recorder on and I record them. Or when I'm at a red light, I type them down. I got right now in my notes so many video ideas I ain't tapped in yet. I have over, how many notes I have? I have over 489 notes. I don't know if I can see that. 489 notes. 480. I just, I just saw that for the first time. 489 notes. Do you know how many books in there? How many videos in there? How many notes in there? Man, you know how valuable this phone is? Of how much divine creative thoughts? I could sell this thing for a million dollars on how much gold is in this phone. Which leads me to number two. Journaling and capture. Keep a journal or a digital note-taking tool during, which is your phone, uh, during your reflection time. As thoughts, ideas, or insights comes to you, jot them down. When I was young, I didn't do that. And a lot of God ideas, a lot of creative ideas, a lot of great book ideas, whatever, was lost. Keep a journal or a digital note-taking tool during your reflection time. As thoughts. So I said just in case. But when you start opening that space, all of a sudden, you start having these doo-doo-doo. It says, as thoughts, ideas, or insights come to you, jot them down. Type them out. Write them down because that's gold. All my books came that way. All my card games came that way. 98.78% of my video ideas comes that way. Driving away from an argument with my wife the other day, <clears throat> I had an idea. Go to Crumble Cookie. I went to Crumble Cookie so that my relationship won't crumble. <laughs> this helps in capturing the divine inspiration in real time and provides a record of creative sparks that emerge during your brainstorming session with God. So now you begin to say, okay, typically, usually, this pops up. In this time with him. Next, openness and surrender. Approach the brainstorming session, the creative session process with openness and a spirit of surrender. You can't just come in with your agenda. You just can't come in saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead this session, God. <clears throat> God, uh, it, 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 you should be 
uh, you should feel honored to have me in. They said, no, 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 you got to come. I got to come open and surrender. That my ideas as is ain't good enough. Or if they are good enough, add some sprinkles on it, God. Approach the brain, the creative process with openness and a spirit of surrender. Allow yourself to let go of preconceived notions or rigid thinking. Invite God into the creative space, expressing a willingness to receive guidance and inspiration. This openness creates room for divine insights. You see that? So you just can't come in there and be like, I think I know it all. God. Or sometimes we won't even, we'll, we'll bogart a session and God ain't even in session. We think of God is there. No, we just blame, you know what? Yep, I'm going to marry him. Yep, I'm going to marry her. Yep, I'm going to move here. Yes, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'm going to do that. Versus being open and surrendered. God, if this idea, you know how many book ideas I came with God and say, God, is this the time to release this? He'd be like, no, release that one. And I'd be like, but that book ain't as sexy as that one. <laughs> that book ain't going to move the man. God said, don't, don't do that one. Do that one. Open and surrendered. Last but not least, guidance on divine timing. Acknowledge that God has perfect timing for each ideal inspiration. Seek guidance on when to actively work on an idea. Recognizing that certain concepts may need to be shelved or planted as seeds for future growth. Trust in God's timing and be attentive to his guidance on when to nurture and bring specific created ideas to fruition. So I have this concept, shelf or soil. Sometimes after you have a creative session, let them sit for a day. Unless you feel this river of the Holy Spirit saying, dive deep. You know the Holy Spirit, when I'm writing a book, it's like my fingers are on autopilot. That's I don't stop that. If it's forced, if I'm trying to make it happen, then I let it sit for a while. Some divine ideas God wants you to put on the shelf. Some ideas he wants you to put in the soil. Go ahead and plant this idea now. Go get to it. Plant this book idea, Josh, and 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 and, and delay or indecision is disobedience. So when God says plant that idea now, go and, and do this to your wife, do this to your husband, do this for your husband, do this for your wife. Now, I'm giving this insight now. Say this now. Do this now. Go plant this now. And some things he says put on the shelf. That's not for right now. And sometimes God just wants to have your brain practice creative ideas. So the whole purpose of this video is to get you thinking creatively, get you thinking the importance of spending creative time with God. You know, cutting worship music is going to create the type of environment. If you're a worshiper, cut on some worship music that will steal you. Sometimes I'll be listening to Christian rap. I get hyped when I be spending time with God. God, we, we getting it in today. Let's go, God. Let's go. One, two, three. Let's go. <laughs> Sometimes I'm chill. Sometimes I'm chill. Sometimes I, it's quiet and still. Sometimes I'll be, I'll be ready to get to it. So whatever. Sometimes you just have, may have to pray in the Holy Ghost. Maybe you gotta uh, go for a walk. Like like do something. You don't have to be in a space. Have a have a holy path. Keep your phone on because you know you can't be walking down paths and don't have no connection to service. But I'm saying create maybe your back porch. Find your creative way that God wants to uniquely create with you. And if you want to go deeper in this area, and you like coach, I want to tap into that. I want to have a mind that creates. I want to have a mind that perceives. Check out my resilient mindset coaching program. We This video was birthed. Some of these points was fresh today, but a lot of this is tapped into that program where I teach you 
or I'll show you the framework that helps you create a mind that's an asset and not a liability. If that resonates with you, you're like, coach, I need to be a part of that community of individuals who are trying to sharpen their mind to be creative for the glory of God, then tap in. <clears throat> To my resilient group coaching program, you go to my website right now and be able to tap into that. Also, another resource that I think will be a beneficial to you for those uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, high achievers, those individuals who are who are endeavoring to be a high fulfiller and you want to be a, a high fulfiller in every single area. Then I have a fulfillment mentoring coaching program designed to help those individuals uh, be uh, holistically successful. There's a lot of people who are professionally successful. They have great skills professionally. They have skills for the meals, but they don't have skills to tend the fields of their family. They don't have the skills to cultivate a strong relationship with God. They don't have those skills. So I have a mentoring program that's designed to help people grow holistically for God's optimal use. And these are for individuals who are ready to invest in themselves so they, when they invest, they can make this year their best. So if you need mindset work, mindset shift, and you're just an individual that's in an area where you're like, man, coach, my mind ain't just, my mind ain't clicking, but time is ticking. Then we start January 22nd on that program, Resilient. If you need fulfillment and you're like, coach, I'm losing my family, man. I'm losing my wife, coach. I'm losing my husband. I get emails all the time from people. It's like, man, I'm losing. I'm losing the touch of my kids. I'm losing their connection. I'm losing that. Man, coach, man, I'm, I'm making so much money. I'm successful or I'm on my path to success. I'm ambitious. I'm young and I'm with it. But man, I feel like I'm far from God, man. If that's you, tap in. I'm ready um, to serve you and help you experience that transformation where you can be able to shift the nations and shift generations beyond you. And so what is the what is your contact? You can go to my website. I get that website right now, mycoachjosh.com. Uh, I think I, oh, I didn't post it. I not post that. Uh, yep, I sure didn't post that website. Um, so mycoachjosh.com. Or I'm going to send you to my uh, coaching programs tab, fill out the application, apply for it. If you're serious about it and you're ready to invest in yourself, it's not for everybody, but it's for some of you all. And I provided, I don't live this. I went through this. You guys, some of you have been watching me for years. You see the fruit of my life and I want this fruit falling off the tree of your life as well. So there you go. Now the fulfillment coaching program, if you're watching this video, it's March, April, or May. You can jump in at any time. That is a year-long program of iron, sharpening iron, giving you the tools and skills you need to ensure that you become an asset to every area of your life. Uh, my Resilient Mindset Coaching Program is every three months. So after January 22nd, I'm going to give you guys one week, a bye week. And for those who are, who, but after that next following Monday, which is uh, January uh, 29th, um, it's done. And you won't be able to join until August, until uh, April 22nd or the week after April 22nd. So, yeah. So get in the program now. We have a good, solid community. We're ready to go. And so you got into January 22nd on no, January 29th. After January 29th, God's going to close the door to this segment. And then we'll be open uh, next month and uh, uh, three months for that. But if you want that mentor, I'm looking for 15 people for the fulfillment program. I'm talking about deep dive discipleship i'm talking about mentorship i'm talking about coaching of high level individuals or mid people who endeavoring to be high fulfillers and so we're ready to get to it um excited about it and so also check out some other resources i think will be a blessing to you like my book multi-purpose my programs birth from multi-purpose and the wholeness journal 
And so if you're in a place where you're like, coach, I may not be ready to invest in a group coaching program right now. Get this book for, I think, $17, $18. It has a lot of the principles there. Some of them, not all of them. But either way, uh, and stay rocking with me, man. And, 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 and But if you need, if you like, well, yeah, just check out my website for more. Uh, if you're struggling with uh, soul ties and strongholds and you want to be free because whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And you want to untie them soul ties over the strongholds, this book, The Purpose of Freedom, be a great resource for you. If you're looking at someone right now or a situation and you're not quite sure if that's God's best for you and you don't know if it's a counterfeit or a counterpart, this book, Counterfeit or Counterpart, would be a great resource for you. Also, if you're struggling with your feelings and you like, man, uh, Josh, Coach Josh, I'm always emotional. I can't get a hold of my feelings and it's hindering me from fulfilling my role as a husband, as a wife, etc. Then check out this book, Facts Over Films, will be a great resource for you. This book, The Wholeness Journal, is a book that will help you better understand wholeness because you're not going to be able to hold this or that if you don't have wholeness. You're not going to be able to hold anything in life if you have holes in your life. So check out that journal. If you're single right now, you want to understand the purpose of your singleness so that you can be in the purposes of mingleness and you want to maximize singleness, this book, Purpose Singleness, will be a great resource for you. Dating preps a great tool, man. A lot of people, I, this book saved a lot of marriages, man. <laughs> this, this, this book also prevented a lot of marriages too because a lot of people don't know the right questions to ask to see if this person or relationship should pass. So there's, there's over 200 questions that you can ask. Also got a card game that you can get separately. It's a fun interactive card, dating card game that you can play with yourself to make sure that you're datable and dating ready. Or if you marry, there's a great, uh, if you're courting somebody or dating somebody right now, great question to see if you guys are on the same page. So check out those resources all on my website, mycoachjosh.com, or links in the description box below. If you have a young person, you want them to start their art early. You want them to be about their father's business early. It's a book. It's fatherhood in a book. <laughs> Wise sayings for young people. It's called As He Says, Essence for Students I Serve. Great book. Great uh, activity that keeps us. Uh, it's a social emotional book. That I did when I worked at my uh, previous public school that I worked at. Also, if you're struggling with spiritual warfare, you want to better understand the whole armor of God and how to win wars spiritually, physically, etc. And check out this book, World War Me. Also, check out our merch, all that good stuff. Check out my first book, Unplugged, as well. And so, uh, print this, uh, these things. Uh, it says, Deborah says, how much per program? Um, well, I can tell you that right now. There's levels to it. I do have grant and... Um, scholarship opportunities available but uh, uh do the application and then i will see where you are and i will see how i can help you um the fulfillment coaching program is uh uh uh, uh is going to take a, a high investment because that's one year and so if you're looking to if you're ready and you you know you making uh five to six figures a month or you're a multimillionaire or you're a person that's willing to invest in himself that fulfillment coaching program is going to be uh for that level but uh let me know where you are uh let me get on the phone with you deborah let's talk this week i can schedule a time with you i would love um to see where you are and see how i can serve you so let's do that um and so uh unique says books are good she says books are good i have two of them and going to order more great 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 Ivan says, thank you, coach. A lot of good gold nuggets. Thank you so much. And so, um, but yeah, Deborah, get on the phone with me. And I would love to go over those prices with you and go over uh, how I can serve you in those programs. Um, so yeah, love you all. Y'all be blessed. I'll catch y'all next time. Peace.